I did have to laugh at you, Tommy, editing this. So Josh and I are sitting there being all profound about our seance, and then you have Tommy. I think I lost you. I think you I think you froze. <laughs> and me and Josh keep just looking at the phone like shush. <laughs> yeah. We didn't want to interrupt, but shush. <laughs> well. But you did freeze a lot more than we realized because there were things you were saying and talking about that we never heard. Because oh, wow. you watch our our video side of it and you're just quiet through most of it. But then I watch your your part what recorded and drive and you were like, oh, blah, 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 and just talking. I'm like, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that is weird. You think it'd be like, a little bit coming through at least yeah it was just a couple times like uh you caught a candle flicker one time yeah and then you asked the ghost to like nibble on josh's ear or something Uh, oh yeah probably (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) he's just got those delicious ears you know i do i do have delicious ears <laughs> Girl ears are fine, ladies and gentlemen. Not man ears. Man ears are gross, giant. We, you know, we don't clean the crevices. Okay. Are we supposed to? <laughs> That's like that weird thing that everybody says. If they, do you ever wash your legs when you're in the shower? I'm like, well, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> there's those people that's like, you wash your legs. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Nine. Oh. Paranormal Nines? Yeah, Paranormal Nines. <laughs> We're the new rap group, Paranormal <laughs> Nines. We mumble our way through life. <laughs> those, yeah, we're those mumble rappers. <laughs> God damn it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. My name is Josh. And tonight, I'm, as always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Shane and Tommy. Hello. I was I was not starting that back over <laughs> for the third time. <laughs> so how are you gents doing tonight? You doing okay? Yeah. 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 You look healthy. Yeah. I think Shane was having heartburn earlier, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw him, like, he's doing that old man thing where you, like, push on your chest. You're like, oh, man, I think I'm having a heart attack. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right. I saw, it. I saw Indigestion that. or I'm going to come see you. What, what was that lady's name? We <laughs> ah. weren't sure. <laughs> 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 so. 
But that has absolutely nothing to do with tonight. Um, however, I would like you to think back to your childhood. Back to your innocent days. Now, Shane, I'm talking to Tommy on this one. You've never fucking been innocent, so we're not worried about that, okay? So think back. Did you have any kind of fears as a child of a boogeyman? Any kind of boogeyman whatsoever? What was your fear, Tommy? I think I, I mentioned it where I had, like, I think a waking dream of, like, the boogeyman from uh, uh, the Ghostbusters cartoon coming in my bedroom. <laughs> That's right. I so, forgot all about yeah. that. Uh, well, uh, other than that, I mean, there was one story about somebody like crazy guy who lived in the woods behind my house that some kid told me to scare me when I was like six. That traumatized me for like five years. Damn. Okay, not really five years, but you know, uh, that was a dedicated trauma. Well, as far as that goes, <laughs> we know the trauma last year's, ladies and gentlemen. We're not fucking around. We know. <laughs> but did your parents ever tell you that if you played outside after dark, that the boogeyman would get you? No, no. I never had that either. They always told me if I played with no, fire, I'd no. wet the bed, though. <laughs> that, that's so weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've I've never heard that before. I, I think it was <laughs> God, what the hell? <laughs> oh man. Is it that or if I eat too much watermelon I wet the bed? It might have been both, but yeah, I used to Those are two very vastly <laughs> different things. <laughs> Wow, I didn't. I didn't actually think that this would go in this direction. I don't. I don't know. I'm not even actually talking about the boogeyman. I just. I just wanted to have a conversation. Well, we figured that out. A lot of times, parents probably told you there's no such thing as monsters or boogeyman, right? And on our podcast, we talk a lot about. Several, you could say boogeyman or boogeyman or monsters. Or we talk about anything from aliens to Bigfoot to Wendigos to stint the skinwalkers, uh, black eyed children. Hey, you guys get it. But I want you to picture it's a cold, dark night. You're 10 years old. You're laying in bed. You crack the window because if you're like me and Shane, you you really love the cold. You leave the window open. I do, too. Don't leave me out on that. Oh, well. Tommy, if it's above 50 degrees, Tommy <laughs> will crack the window. and <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> but you fall fast asleep. It's the middle of the night. You're dreaming, having a good time in your dream. But you have that uneasy feeling like something's watching you. Even in your dream, you can feel it. So you wake up real fast. You shoot your eyes open with laser beams or whatever you shoot your eyes open with, possibly the muscles behind them. For some reason, um, I imagine actually shooting your <laughs> eyes. I don't... <laughs> right. So, you're face-to-face -face with the grinning man. 
and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So what you would be looking at in the Grinning Man... Stop. Stop doing that. It's still doing that. What is happening? Oh, okay. Sorry. So what you would be looking at with the Grinning Man as you wake up as a 10-year-old child... The fact that your 10-year-old has absolutely nothing to do with any of this. But anyways, he's a 7-foot-tall, broad-shouldered man wearing a one-piece suit that is metallic in flavor, right? It, it's reflective, almost. He's bald. He has very small, beady eyes that are spread apart just a little too much. And he has a very slender nose. He also has a smile that is inhumanly wide. It's said that this smile is more of a uh, of not not a smile of joy or amusement, but a smile of absolute malice. It's like his mouth is smiling, but his eyes are not kind of thing. You know, everybody's seen that kind of thing. So I really only got one story about him. Um, there's there's a few, but I'm really only going to tell the one. Um, it's 1960s, mid-1960s. Two boys are walking home from the movie theater. They're on a busy highway. On the uh, uh, Well, there's a busy highway next to them. Let me put it that way. They're on a small road next to a busy highway. Soon they would leave the busy road and have to walk into a tunnel that is incredibly poorly lit. Now, earlier that night, they had heard a story of a woman that was attacked by a man, a very tall man, in a green suit. Now, they tried to keep these thoughts from their head by doing like any kid would, you know, joking and, and talking and walking like your friends. We all did it as kids, you know. You try to shake off the, the darkness. Every kid fears the dark in some sort of way, right? You just shake it off. So, as they come around a bend in this tunnel, there stands a seven-foot-tall man in a green suit. However, the man is facing away from them. After just a few seconds, the man slowly turns around to face them. The boys take off in the opposite direction. Now, they finally get away from him and get to where they're going, you know, and they describe this as the weirdest-looking guy that they've ever seen. And they said he didn't even look human. They also said as they were running away, they could physically feel the man staring them down and smiling the entire time they're running away from him. Oddly enough, 40 miles away. So nothing, let me just back up just a little bit. Nothing happens to these kids. And that's the weird thing about this is nothing happens to any of these people. Uh, that's like uh, I packed them up and chalked them in the trunk or anything. Nothing like that happens. But strangely enough, John Keel was he was in the area, kind of. He was about 40 miles away investigating a UFO encounter. Now, John Keel, was, he's a famous ufologist. Um, he actually helped uh, popularize, or he did popularize, the term the men in black. So his, he's the reason we have the men in black, or supposedly, you know, that's one of those things is like, does he or did he or whatever. But anyways, 
he wanted to interview these two boys separately to see if their stories would line up. And of course they did. Both gave the exact same description. Both gave the exact same details as to where they were. And both even said the exact same thing about, hey, when we were running away, we could still feel this man. It was like he was breathing down our necks and staring us down and smiling. We could feel it. So, fast forward a couple of, about a month, all right, 500 miles away, a man, this was a, uh, I think it was a sewing machine salesman, uh, Woodrow Derringer, Derringer, anyways, I remember his name being Woodrow, I didn't write his name down, besides, um, he was 500 miles away in West Virginia, He's traveling down a lonesome highway, and he's stopped by a UFO in the middle of the road. A tall, seven-foot-tall man steps out, but he's wearing a blue suit. Again, metallic in flavor, almost reflective, beady eyes, too far apart, and a grin that stretches way too far across his face. He asks the man telepathically, what is the light on the horizon? Now, the light on the horizon was just a town. He wanted to know about the town itself, the different people that lived in the area, and the surrounding areas. The tall man referred to himself as Endred Cold. So after asking all these questions, you know, Woodrow told him everything he knew about the town, the surrounding towns, the people, everything. Well, Andrew Cold tells him, I will be seeing you again. I'm not sure if he ever comes back. The story just kind of falls off there. But oddly enough, Andrew Cold is a reference in a number of different works. Um, you've got the Mothman Prophecies, the Adventures, the Adventure Zone, and believe it or not, Fallout 76. Because Indrid Cold is believed to be uh, related to everything with the Mothman. So he ties in there with the Mothman in some kind of way. There was an incident about two weeks after Woodrow's incident, at a Mothman sighting in Point Pleasant, where Indrid Cold was actually present. I could I could go on and on about the the Indrid Cold and the Mothman and and all this, but I really wanted to just tell you these guys, y'all, this this story about these few people and and him. Well, I think it's more than one personally. Um, I don't think that's you know, one entity that's making it all around, but um, get your guys' thoughts on what or who Indrid Cold might be if he is an alien, if he's, you know, <laughs> one of the Mothman's prophets, I don't know, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to get your guys' thoughts on what you think about the uh, Grinning Man. So you said he's seen frequently the same time the mothman this is. yeah it, it was it was 
thought that he had a lot a lot of dealings with the Mothman because he was seen when Moth a lot when the Mothman was seen. And then also with these UFOs. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they went hand in hand. The sightings, injured cold, which I say injured cold, which is the grinning man. And then the Mothman thing. Well, not to jump out of the gate with a theory, but uh, <laughs> what you were talking about. So, you know, when we talked about the Mothman before, he, he always appeared before disaster, right? Right. And the confusion was, was he trying to stop it? Did he cause it? You know, we, we can't can't really tell. Now, since the Grinning Man is associated with the Mothman and aliens, we've talked about these extraterrestrials coming and helping us. So what if that's what it is? They know when the Mothman is about to cause a disaster and the Grinning Man is there to try to stop him. That that was kind of my thoughts. Uh, Well, mine was more like... I wasn't sure if the Mothman was causing the disasters themselves or if they were the, like, something is going to happen, you know. Maybe maybe the Grinning Man's the cause. Maybe he's oh, the reason. Yeah. The bad things. Because the menace, the malice, and the grins that everybody talked about kind of made me think he's not here for good things. But I don't think he was here to kill people either. Like, intentionally be, like, snatching them up and killing them, you know. I don't think it was like that. Mm-hmm. There was a um, story that's a little different, um, and these are, there was two stories actually. Um, one was actually from it was named from the United States. The another story I told you was from the United States, and a lot of them are from the United States. But there was one from um, I don't I don't remember. It was overseas. Um, anyways, her and her husband were trying to sleep. And um, it was almost like a sleep paralysis incident where she couldn't wake up. She woke up but couldn't move, but she had this, like, intense clicking sound in her ears to the point was, like, somebody was pounding her eardrums, you know. And um, she could see in the room what looked like a seven-foot-tall man with a malicious grin on his face. Um. There was another story of a little girl. Their family um, was like poltergeist activity almost was happening in their house for out of nowhere. I mean, it come out of nowhere. And then in, on one December night, she sees and hears the clicking sound. She, she hears the clicking sound and she can see the tall man standing right over the top of her, like um, in her bedroom. And she panics and uh, runs back to her parents' room and tells them, blah, 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 you know, this happened, that happened. But the poltergeist activity quit happening in the house after that. And, of course, she took her a while to get to where she would sleep in her bedroom again. But uh, it was like, one of, this is one of those stories that's like, it's kind of got a little bit of everything. You know, it's one of these topics. Um... I really heavily lean towards alien visitor, otherworldly visitor, not necessarily alien, because I think we've said that aliens live here. <laughs> but, you know. Should we start referring to the aliens that live here by a different word to help clarify that? 
Yeah, but what would we Earth? call them? Earth aliens? Well, no, that mm. sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> Earth aliens. Earth aliens. <laughs> they live in caves, maybe cave aliens. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cave Well, I mean, cave but aliens. here's the thing. Like, <laughs> do we call them aliens at all? Because if they, let's say they've been here for 500 years living in that same cave, technically they're just living in that cave they're not lo- they're no longer aliens <laughs> that's true you know that's true like the only reason we call immigrants that come over here illegally as illegal aliens is cuz alien since it just means not from here yeah so maybe we just got to get specific you know so we say aliens they're in space if they're here, we know they're reptilians or greys, and so we just say indigenous with it, like the indigenous greys and indigenous reptilians. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, we got to okay. be politically correct. We don't want to offend them. Yeah. So We've seen what happens with those microwave guns. I mean, look at the sheet from the last episode. <laughs> it had a squid in it. <laughs> But I'm I'm with you. This does feel not of this world, uh, of the alien variety for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was um, a lot of every story that I did read was it. It just it screams alien to me, man. It's like, well, obviously with the one story where a UFO stopped man dead in the middle of the road, mm. and then the one telepathically talks. You What's know? crazy is like. How much you actually hear about like UFOs stopping people in the middle of the road? You know, like yeah, it is. Weird. It is essentially more common than we're led to believe. And I say that in a way of like when you're in studying and looking up stuff, you hear it a lot more than you know reading newspapers about it or whatever. You know, <clears throat> so, yeah. Because everybody reads newspapers these days. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Online newspapers. <laughs> Online newspapers. Yeah, it's there's no difference. I saw a picture, speaking of that, I saw a picture from like the 40s or something, 50s or something. All these men standing next to a building, they had newspapers in their hands, reading the newspaper. Nobody was paying attention to anybody <laughs> else. And I'm like, that's kind of like cell phones these days. Everybody has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. They're not paying attention to anything else. Yeah. What's the difference? Well, Other ones... Other than one's paper, well, I think I think the difference is one is probably actually making you a little bit more smarter, and the other one's just making you stupid. That's debatable. <laughs> yeah, depending on what you're looking at, right? I I don't know nowadays. I just I don't know. I I saw a review on a lawnmower, and I swear I hope it's satire, but it was a corded lawnmower, and they're like. Don't buy this. Won't keep a charge. Have to keep it plugged up the whole time. Not everybody is as smart as you. <laughs> oh, I'm not smart at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. But. So you said he had like reflective clothes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both of them were described as uh, metallic looking reflective clothes. One green, one blue. Not sure of the significance, so, but. I wonder if there's any relation with the the little 
Little Green Men in Kentucky. Oh, the man. Hopskinville Goblins. So they were me- metallic, but then later got described as green. Yeah. So metallic and green, that's this is the only other time I've heard that reference. So Yeah. Uh, first sighted in, you said, the 60s? Yeah, mid-60s. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like the Hopkinsville thing was around the same time. Yeah, I want to say, was it? And so, 1955. So, about 10 years earlier. Yeah. So, So maybe one of those just grew up because they were little. Oh, maybe. In 10 years, it just, you know, became an adult. (laughs) They were getting tormented by the babies. (laughs) Oh, man. The kids stole the parents. UFO and uh, <laughs> crash landed it on Earth. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh crap!" So, but they were <laughs> they were bald. They were they were skinny. They were little, but they still had all the other kind of features you described. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. The eyes were set far apart. Bug light eyes, almost. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Figured it out. I mean, to be fair, it was described as a one-piece suit that the man was wearing. But, I mean... Who's to say it was the skin? The pride. Mm. Like, that was what he was made out of. Mm. And if it's some sort of, you know, alien armor, you know, and they, they wanted to blend in more, maybe there's some buttons that's like, hey, make it look like a suit. Yeah. So I can blend in a little better. Although being seven foot tall, it's kind of hard to blend in. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. People going to look. What is that, Tommy? I don't know. I was wondering. I was like, what the hell is that? I thought it was a magazine for a pistol. I was like, wait a minute. What are you doing? I'm just showing everybody my magazine. It looks like a shark. Okay. Um... (laughs) Back on topic. Back on topic. Um, I know I was looking up some stuff with the Green Man, and I know like with everything dealing around, like even Mothman and all that, there's a lot of creepy pastas about it. But then another thing stuck out to me. There is a musical, <laughs> the Grinning Man mm-hmm. musical. Yep. Yep. It's not what you think. It's about a guy who I guess he likes music, but he's born with a looks like a Joker. It's, it, according to the thing, it says he's like born with a you know his face is deformed and yeah. causes him to look like he's grinning. But he no, wow. almost looks like his dad took the razor blade and was like, you know, let me put a smile on your face. So why so serious? <laughs> but. But uh, did you run into a lot of stuff like with creepypastas dealing with it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's... Yeah. And, it, and it made me believe it. I mean, it, it could be a creepypasta. I mean, but shit, so could Bigfoot in a way, you know? I, I just want to bring up like, I know how hard it is when you search for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> be it even um, like legend, like Bigfoots and stuff you know you run into creepy pastas based around it and i think we mentioned this back probably 
first season. But, uh, yeah. At what point, you know, does the creepypasta take over and people are just like, oh, no, it's just a creepypasta, but in fact, it's actually real. Like, you know, the black eyed children, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's a creepypasta. Everybody believes it's real. Let me rephrase. Everybody believes it's that they're real. But from what we found, it's more just creepypasta, you know? Right. And, and, and this, this, these stories that I found for The Grinning Man mm-hmm. kind of aim in the same direction. The yeah. believable part of this for me was John Keel. Yeah. John Keel published his first works at 12 years old. In and uh, I can't even remember the name of it. Um, but he is huge, in or was he was pretty infamous in the the UFO community. Mm. Well, that's why you know you saying that and then Cole and all that. Like you know, I just don't feel them to be part of a creepy pasta. Yeah, yeah, so. that's what pushed me out of the realm of the creepy pastas. Like you know. You can, I, any of us can sit around and make our own creepy pasta about, I mean, hell, we could make it about anything. I'd make it about a ma- the mask that's hanging on their wall oh, behind yeah. you, you know? I'm, I mean, we got the one, what is it, Siren Head, so. Right, Slenderman's the same thing. Slenderman was yeah. a video game. There's also the belief, if a lot of people believe something so much, it becomes true. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, was it Supernatural did an episode on that in their first season where apparently this house was haunted and what it was, it was like cursed or something. And if people believed that it was haunted, it was haunted. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that really happens. You know, people believe, can believe something enough that it starts to happen. That's why I think I believe a lot in like, you, like the stories of people back in, back in the day having abilities, like the ability to, telekinetically move things you know without their hands and and i got your brain to me is incredibly powerful like i believe that's a thing that could possibly happen and you see the tiktok trend nowadays where people are like and like the aluminum foil like flies across the table or whatever yeah and i'm like i really want to be like that's probably just the wind off your hand but i don't you know (laughs) or you're like right uh, or just have somebody back there with like one of those computer dusters keyboard duster hands like you know. <laughs> yeah, you just you can't hear it. <laughs> but what what's crazy to me is I feel like something like this. It, okay, let's say even if it's not real, right? Let's let's throw that out there. Just the fact that it's so human like, and within that realm of the possibilities, just creepy to me. That's what got me with Black Eyed Children. You oh know, yeah. First time hearing it, it was like oh, and then kind of freaks you out a little bit to think because one thing i can't stand i don't like windows um yeah and that's why i I will i will open a window but at night i don't like windows um i'm just worried people are going to be watching me that's like a there's a fear of mine right there josh for you (laughs) nice Nice. you know like i remember when my parents lived on that house on avalon you know we had the big picture window um in the back kitchen and there was no yeah. blinds for it. And so going into the kitchen to get something to drink or whatever in the middle of the night, it was freaky to me because it backed up against the woods. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I don't like that. 
Somebody's uh, out there. <laughs> right? The grinning man is just out there just grinning like, I'm going to get him. Yeah. <laughs> He's watching you with his beady little eyes. Right? Maybe have a dollar on a... <laughs> Almost got it. <laughs> got to be faster. Tommy's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I don't lost my train of thought on where I was going with that, but I no. Uh, so it makes it, um, and another reason that it's just one thing that makes it so real to me is the fact that it is so in the realm of possibility, you know, and like take, um, Oh, what was his name? I did the season two finale on him. Um, the green man, uh, out of Philadelphia, where um he was actually disfigured disfigured from the lightning or from touching a electrical line and it actually burnt his nose ears all that off and he became an urban legend based off of just the way he looked and stuff yet he was a great guy and people were just complete assholes to him right and all that and he was a legend i'm sorry right one but, of the nicest yeah. people you could come across yeah you know and um so what uh, i wonder if the story actually originated maybe that dude was just a tall guy into a kid everybody's tall right and he's smiling that's what i thought i th- i think it, it might have and i'm i'm gonna stick with him being alien i'm, I'm gonna let you oh, know yeah. that's my final yeah. thoughts he's fuck, he's he's an alien <laughs> like that's my final thoughts middle of the episode whatever it is but <laughs> I think what it was is you know that a smile makes like I can smile for no reason. It's gonna make y'all smile. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's like it's infectious, like when somebody laughs. When Ooh. somebody laughs, you don't even have to know. But you laugh at them because they're laughing. Yeah. However, I don't think he had a full understanding. It might have been like, oh, a smile is what I need to have. So the bigger, the better. And it was too much. It pushes it into the realm of like terrifying looking. <laughs> Especially when you got a mouthful of teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, his probably weren't nicotine stained, but you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing the video can't pick that up. <laughs> right? Good. <laughs> Shane goes through editing later. He's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> he makes them neon yellow, so you make sure you can see. <laughs> Adds a little bit of white and stuff, like plaque, and takes one, just darkens it. Like, oh, he's got a rod of tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I need to quit giving him ideas. Right. Also, you've been awfully quiet, Shane. What you been doing over there? Oh, I've been reading the Mothman prophecies. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just randomly, specifically, you know, Keel's reference to Injured Cold. Uh, he does, when he spoke telepathically, he did say he came from about life on another world called Lanulos. Okay. I should have, I didn't look into the prophecies, I didn't think about that. Either. No, I had to dig deep to find this junk, yeah. so... That's what you're good at. That's why you uh, have such great topics, Shane. I love your topics. <laughs> <laughs> but now this one is good. It, but yeah, he talks about this other world, L-A-N-U-L-O-S. And 
this kind of associates him with the men in black, which I think you did, you know, reference. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's interesting. So we, we mentioned earlier that he's coming up to like stop the Mothman from doing stuff. And, uh, I think actually you, Josh brought up the men in black for a whole episode before. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where they were deployed too, right? Where weird alien interactions and things like that. So is, is this dude, this smiling man, just really an alien recruited men in black that's hunting down the Mothman? It could be. Like, it could that's be. his area of expertise. So he's deployed to get the Mothman. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go one further. What about these people that see him? What if they are aliens and he sent to hunt them down? Like, <laughs> not, only, not only just Mothman. Other aliens, like rogue aliens. Yeah. Well, I'll add to that too, because the Celtic translation of the name Indrid is the hunter. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, boys! Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty good. I think we might be on to something. <laughs> Yep, that's why we're ending it here, and everybody have a good day. Um, <laughs> this has been the Paranormal Minds of JST, signing off. <laughs> Everything was a joke, we were just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mine is Tommy reading from the cue card. Where was that at? <laughs> yeah, there, there's, you know, a lot of things. I think it was just really John Keel that pushed me into believing that this was a, this was a real thing you know that was happening and the, the and him being related to the men in black is very plausible because the men in black were tall men bald i think they had more humanly features than he did but again i think that goes back to being i'm trying to get it right humans kind of look like this and and it could be one of those things like if i was to describe to you what an elephant looks like, and you had never seen an elephant, how would you draw that elephant? You know, that's that's kind of where I land on, like, maybe that's how he built his features, or maybe that's just what he looks like. I don't know, you know. I mean, it, it's like that lion that was stuffed in England. You know, have you seen that lion? No. Oh, God, what was it like? Anyway, it, it was back in the day when the kings had a lion uh, as, as a pet in England, and the lion died. And they sent it to be stuffed because he loved the lion. Well, the person who did it never seen a lion before. And, like, oh. so, like the bones and everything, like, meat, all that, like, it was starting to... Anyways, he went to stuff it, and I'll show you a picture. Listen, I know we're three quarters of the way through this episode, but you really, really need to subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, just to show you what it looks like. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be f***ed up looking. Like... <laughs>
not the stuffed lamb. What is wrong with you? No stuffed lamb. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> here we go. Okay, I got it. I got to share. I hope y'all are already for this. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be goofy looking. I know it's gonna be goofy looking. <laughs> What the hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's located in Sweden. My bad, Sweden. So. I mean, that's that's straight up out of Looney Tunes, man. What is this? (laughs) Look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. That's so funny. Well, he had to know that was wrong. He had to know. No, no, he had no idea. He's, he's like, he's just like, like, I'm getting so. paid for this. I'm getting paid. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, I, I, I don't know what this thing looks like. So, yeah. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that that was a really good comparison because that's yeah. close enough that he thought he had it right, and mm-hmm. you know, with these dudes, if they're trying to look human, yeah. <laughs> It's almost there. Yeah. 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 You want to give them a good clapping? Like, good job. Good job, buddy. Good job. I really, I really want to put like those, um, those little eyeballs, you know, the jiggly eyes, googly eyes, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> on that line. So I think it'd be it funny. would be fitting for sure. It would be fitting for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another, uh, possibility you know we've seen it in sci-fi movies is all i'm basing it on but you know how they'll they'll scan an area to come up with a disguise uh transformer specifically you know they'll they'll scan look like this truck yeah (laughs) well uh maybe if you know aliens did have this technology they scan you know a a wider area right Right. and then just kind of combine that for a disguise you know, like here is what's going to be the most average for this area. Well, you're scanning a lot of people, but you're also going to have your dogs, your woodchucks, you know, all these other things that get scanned. And they're like, we want to look like the average inhabitant of the area. So that's where oh, you get man. something that is human-esque, but, you know, eyes far apart or too big of a mouth, you know, things like that. You say, yeah. Do you think that that's what skinwalkers are? Uh, I think skinwalkers live here. I think they've always been here. I think they just have the ability to. Uh, we I think we we talked about it. Uh, skinwalkers being shaman that yeah. did wrong, mm-hmm. right? Like they yeah. deserve to be shaped that way. Um, but I could see where you were going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think about? the the one-off incident with the poltergeist activity that was happening in a little girl's house for the, you know, just out of nowhere. The real question, and I wanted to ask because it's bugging me, did she get sucked into the TV? Maybe. <laughs> just, just slap them, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> They're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about him showing up to help. Yeah. Maybe you know he has the power of that that was a real 
poltergeist and he showed up and has some sort of ability to get rid of it. Cause you said it went away. It all stopped as she got up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, after, after the incident. Yeah. It was gone. Cause it was happening. I think don't quote me. It was happening for, I think a month or so before, like just randomly out of nowhere, it started happening. And then injured cold showed himself. And after, Nothing happened to the little girl, obviously. Like I said, nothing ever seems to happen to these people, which is weird. But at the same time, the Mothman prophecies, maybe he's here for good. But besides that, he, yeah, the incident after it was, he, he showed up, everything was done and the, the poltergeist activity was, was gone. So. Let's say this is a badass dude. He just shows up to a poltergeist and stands there and. And it stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His suit sucks a man because it's like a mirror. Oh, shit. That could be true. That could be true. I want a badass reflective suit that's made up of souls. I think we talked <laughs> about that yeah. when we did the mirror episode. <laughs> Actually, oh, well, yeah. we were going to paint ourselves with reflective or mirror paint. <laughs> yeah. that is true that would be kind of cool though to have a fucking reflective suit full of ghosts be like all right your turn like you attack people with your ghost suit it's it's (laughs) pokey ghost yeah poltergeist i choose you poltergeist pokemon i think (laughs) dude there's everything pokemon there's like a candlestick a teapot an ice cream cone like they, yeah, they, they've got ridiculous what the <laughs> hell could an ice cream cone do oh man you, I, I don't know it's it's so weird because like ben has a book of at least the last last generation and it's like 700 and something pokemon or something oh my god yeah, yeah i was like man i remember the original 150 like mm-hmm. yeah i thought that so was a lot thought- we thought something was up when they added the one extra one, the you know, Mew to get us to 151. Not right? <laughs> yeah. And, but it God. made sense. Because yeah. you had Mewtwo, yeah. so where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's crazy is what? You had to like glitch the game in order to get Mew, wasn't it? Like You had to do something yeah. and go somewhere. and yeah. Right. But that's how like thought out it was back in the day. Like We're going to put him in the game as a glitch. We're going to do all this and then unveil this giant ass crazy conspiracy for Mewtwo in mm-hmm. their movie. And it's like, man, like that, they thought on this and it was good. Oh, and now man. they're like, ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah, right. Like there was so Use much freeze. back then. <laughs> like, and uh, I don't know. It's weird to me. I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for the originals to come out on Switch. I think, I think you can get it with the Game Boy stuff, but. Like I, I want to be able to play the originals on Switch. I think that'd be good. Yeah, Dude, that's yeah. I play Pokemon like crazy. I can play them on my com- I have them on my computer. I've never played them. Uh, oh, I've man. never sat down and played Pokemon, and I don't know why. It's not. I don't have anything against it. I just never did. I, I think the the hardest part about the original Pokemon's is be Pokemon's. Uh, <laughs> the, Damn, I mean, technically, it's what it was. Pokemon games. Um, 
was like I know in red and blue you could not go back and fight trainers. So once your Pokemon got like real high up, it was hard to level them up to get to 100. So because it was based on they still wanted you to trade and you know fight each other and all that other stuff. So oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Remember the cord? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. link cable. (laughs) Yeah, old link cable. Well, back on the suit. I'm sorry, I like talking about Pokemon. <laughs> but, but maybe that is, you know, a, a defense thing. If he is going around and gathering ghosts and, you know, uh, abusive hauntings and uh, going against aliens and fighting Mothman, like maybe that's a defense deal and he can let him out. So it's not like, you know, poltergeist go, but he's like, <laughs> in a last stitch you know, defend himself effort just releases all these violent entities. That would be cool. That's, yeah, that would. He's just a martyr it. of freaking demons. We <laughs> no, just, we <laughs> just, we just wrote an anime. I mean, I know we joke about some of the things we say being good movies. I think that would, dude. That would the be writers, a good one. the writers are on strike. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll take their jobs. I'm sorry. I know you guys are working hard. <laughs> Power to y'all. But we need money, so <laughs> can't be right. a scab, man. Can't be a scab. <laughs> no. <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, what is it though? I think they're actually thinking about using Chat GPT to write scripts and stuff, since they're on strike. God, I hope not. Jesus Christ. I, it's all right, but you can tell. Like, yeah. I did a Facebook post for us yesterday. It was ca- it was Chat GPT. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Was it really? <laughs> I, I didn't even now I gotta it. look it up. I remember reading it. And I don't even remember what it was. Where's my damn phone at? Oh, it's right here. Can't see it. Yeah, I, I sure was. I'm like, give me a social media post promoting a Patreon at a reduced price of ten dollars. <laughs> yep. And that's what it gave me. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that was impressive. Oh, that was impressive. <laughs> we we should do we should do an episode where Chat GPT writes an episode for us. <laughs> That would be pretty neat. Yeah. It'd probably be a terrible. I don't know. It might be an okay episode. Uh, did you hear the like, Three. Godfather of AI quit Google and was like, "Y'all need to quit. Y'all need yeah. to shut this uh, down." <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Doesn't surprise me at all. Will, do you guys want to give you final thoughts on this topic? All right. Well, this has been Paranormal <laughs> Minds of JST. <laughs> I think me and Tom are just looking at each other like, who's yeah. going first? Right. <laughs> it always boils down to who's going first. Like, yeah. I'm going to start fucking flipping a coin. Right. There you go. Just name look, I guess, like, Yeah. Like that mean teacher. Like, all right, no one wants to volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hands. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll tell you what. I have this... This thing, it's just a—it's uh, the back of my microphone. Somebody needs to call head. Shane, call heads or tails. Tails. We're gonna call tails the silver side. You go first. <laughs> okay. The, you can't see it. Just, just tr- trust me. I'll trust you. 
right. <laughs> Don't trust him. So I guess uh, overall, I do believe that the 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 grinning man injured cold is somebody is something. You know, I don't think it's just a fully made up story. Really, uh, based on what you were saying, Josh, this this Keel guy, and you know, he was he was over there investigating the Mothman, so that was just like a happy accident, right? And for the encounters to be about the same, and then to line up with the Men in Black, I mean. That that there is odd and just hard to ignore, right? Yeah. Uh, so I I think he's he's here. He's serving with this Men in Black, you know, alien group. And for those of you who haven't listened to the Men in Black episode, we're not talking about Will Smith running around fighting <laughs> aliens. Like they they are aliens or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I, I think, yeah, he's he's one of them, not exactly the same as the clusters. You know, I think he's a different breed of alien. Yeah. Uh, I'm not totally going to write off that he isn't associated with the Hopskinville goblins. Uh, right. A lot of similarities there. Maybe those were kids that they were just letting run around and mess with some, some humans to blow off steam. And uh, <laughs> Maybe he was the older sibling. He was getting dropped off here to join the the human protection agency. Uh, yeah. So the old HPA. Right. <laughs> I said that. I'm like, that feels like it's a thing. It's that a, it, might be, it, huh? it sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. You, you sounds like a thing. In all the alphabets out there, you know, <laughs> I mean, cause what is it? You got ATF out the Bureau of alcohol, tobacco and firearms. Then you have ABC, which is alcohol beverage, uh, something i forgot um <laughs> but yeah so it's like why don't we have two that do the same thing and this has been your week's episode of boomers national <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> although i know why the atf is there but i'm not going to get into that follow me on my second channel it's hidden in the dark but <laughs> the name of the channel is hidden in the dark what oh no but that would be a cool name for a channel though wouldn't it it would be <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. You better coin it now because you won't have it. <laughs> it's better than Paranormal Minds. Shit. <laughs> who the f*** came up with that? Uh, all of us, I think. I don't I don't actually know who came up with that. I don't remember. I think we agreed on it because it was, it was getting close to release time and we're like, we need a name. Uh, yeah. And Mysteries Unknown was already taken or something. So I was like, ah. Oh. So, Anyway, man, Tommy, you're derailment master today. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to talk about Pokemon and the ATF. And, <laughs> and that new channel I done forgot the name of. God. Uh, hiding in the closet. That was, yep, that was there we go. No, oh, that's the third channel. That's, <laughs> that's, <sighs> that's the OnlyFans. Right. Anyways, damn it. <laughs> Shane's final thoughts need to be coming out, okay? But... I'll be quiet. But yeah, so believe in him. He He's an alien. He's associated with the men in black. And his arch nemesis is the Mothman because the Mothman brings disaster. There you That's go. Good. In, That's in good. In summary, let me get it out before Tommy interrupts me again. <laughs> Goes <laughs> off on another tangent. <laughs> how, are, how are your final thoughts, Tommy? <laughs> 
obviously, like everything else, all over the place. <clears throat> so back to Pokemon. No. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I'm just, my brain's just gone crazy today. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but, um, no, uh, I like the alien idea. I do. But I, I do like the fact of, I feel like maybe, at least in my mind, not an alien, more of a cryptid style thing. Um, like I said, it's so close to being like a human nest thing, dealing with like the creepy pastas and stuff that I, I like the idea of it being its own entity, kind of like a cryptid or something, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um... So, and like I said, the the one thing that scares me is like windows and stuff. So if I ever open up a window and I saw a dude standing there, like kneeled down, smiling real big, I'm going to shoot it in the face. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I think that, I think that's where I'm at. I, I believe it to be real. Um, either being a cryptid or maybe, um, mixed identity, like, um, with that, oh, I cannot think of his name. Um, that one guy I was telling you about. That Is that Michael being, Taylor? It was Raymond Robertson. So, like, yeah, he, you know, he was real. You know, he was a real person and all that. And people just saw him and they started making up stories. So, what if, what if maybe the Grinning Man is that? But then you have the books. And all that, so I, I don't know. I'm all over the place on this one. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I could see where that could be a thing, you know, him being a real man, mm-hmm. and they just, you know, made up stories about him. Very possible, very huge possibility. So is that where you're at? All over the place? Yeah, I'm all over the place. <laughs> Obviously, if y'all can't tell, my ADD is just acting up crazy today. It's it's out there. What's out there I, today? I, I think I think it's because <laughs> I just got so much on my mind right now. It's just trying to, you know, life falling apart. We love yep. it. I love it. <laughs> we live life on the edge of just falling the fuck apart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I believe. I believe that this grinning man was very much an alien. Um. Too many stories uh, that I did read that I didn't read on the show that was UFO involved and him stopping Woodrow in the middle of the road to be like, tell me what's up with this place. Tell me about these people. Like I just, it's, it's too coincidental in my opinion, for him to not be some sort of alien. His face just doesn't make sense because, again, if you tell somebody what an elephant looks like and have them draw it, it's not going to be what an elephant looks like. So I believe that's why his face looks like he does. And he may be part of the Men in Black. The Men in Black got it right because there's a possibility they were already here on Earth and they're like, I know what humans look like. The similarities are eerily the same. Bald, tall, suit. Um, I also believe that he was, like Shane said, uh, he, he could use that ghostly ability that he 
sucks up all these poltergeists and shit from the the <laughs> little girl's house, you know, and use it as a, as a the you know an offensive weapon kind of thing. But yeah, I very much believe that this was an alien. Um, I don't think he was here for harm. I think he was here for good, and he was here to stop the Mothman from destroying things because he was, you know, seen at a lot of Mothman sightings. So, but yeah. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, if you enjoyed what you heard tonight, which I hope you did, I know we enjoyed talking a lot of shit. Uh, make sure to leave us a like and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Uh, we do have a shop on Etsy. Just uh, It's just Paranormal Minds, though. It's not Paranormal Minds of JST. Uh, you can search us on there and find us. Um, we have a Patreon. It is the Paranormal Minds of JST. So make sure you uh, give us some of your money. We are on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. But let us know what you think. I don't like that. What should I say, guys? Tell uh, us what you I, think. Or I, t- we'll I told you. them to give us all of their money. I don't know oh. if they're going to listen. You got to be more forceful. Give it to me now. I don't think. I don't think that was it. I don't think that was it. That was too forceful. <laughs> okay, maybe we just got to be kind. Please, we're poor people. Nah, you just sound like a little bitch. I don't want to sound like. <laughs> Anyways, with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. Come back for the next one or else. All right, now you're just being too forceful. 